Support for KVLU is made possible in part by Visit Port Arthur, welcoming visitors from around the world to experience the Cajun capital of Texas. With plenty of Gulf seafood and the natural wonders of Sea Rim State Park and Sabine Lake, enjoy paddling, fishing, sailing, and world-class birding amidst two migratory flyways. More info at visitportarthurtx.com. From KVLU Public Radio in Belmont, Texas, this is Bayou Lands Talks, a companion podcast where we're sharing some of our favorite conversations with a wide range of guests that we've interviewed for the KVLU radio documentary series, Bayou Lands, a program exploring the people and places of Southeast Texas since 2016. This is Shannon Harris. For this episode, we're sharing my behind-the-scenes visit of Shangri-La Botanical Gardens in Orange. Director Angie Mason led me on a tour to learn about a conservation project that is currently underway at the gardens. We hope you enjoy. Shangri-La is 252 acres. About 20 of it is planted in kind of a display garden, and then the other is uh, natural areas. And in the display areas, uh, my hope is, is to transform them so they're more usable for education and for some of the classes that Katie and her team do with all of our kids in Orange County. One of the things that I'm trying to do is create little windows so you can see into Ruby Lake. A lot of the natural area has become a little too natural with (laughs) some of our invasive species so we're working on removing some of that and creating little views and windows into some of the natural area that you don't see if you just walk the path. So we're heading back to the bird blind right now so I can show you the island that we've been working on and I'll I'll kind of point it out and, and try and paint a picture for your listeners. There are shell roads all around Ruby Lake and all around the garden. And the shell roads are original roads from when Mr. Stark was here and this was his little paradise. Now there's a shell road that cuts right through here. And we found it when we were trying to figure out a space to let the dump trucks in to build this island that you'll see in a minute. And that shell road There are some of Mr. Stark's original azaleas and magnolias and crepe myrtle all along that path. Mm -hmm. So as part of this island project, uh, we're establishing kind of a legacy trail or heritage trail that will take you back along on some of that um, shell road and back to the duck ponds that most people haven't seen. Right. And it offers an incredible opportunity for birding, for mm. people who love to just sit and watch and observe birds. There are some of the most beautiful live oaks I've ever seen back there. Mm. Uh, so that's part of this project too, is bringing back some of the magic from when Mr. Stark had the space as his own and planting some of the plants that he would have had here in his time. Mr. Stark was a collector of camellias and azaleas and had an amazing collection that we have 
records on. So now we're going back and finding uh, those varieties and sourcing them so we can plant them here in this open space by the bird blind. We have a couple of crepe myrtle on the property that are original from Mr. Stark that uh, we have cuttings and little smaller seedlings of that we're going to plant out here too. Just to pay you know, our respects and homage to uh, Mr. Stark. Hi, Hi. how are you? Good. So you'll see in front of us, we have uh, about a 12,000 square foot island that we created. Oh, there's a little alligator there. Oh yeah. Sunning himself, making himself comfortable. <laughs> Part of the hope with this island project is to restore some of the nesting habitat for our migratory birds. A number of our cypress trees in Ruby Lake have died and they're in a state now that can't support the wildlife that comes through here. So we planted 16 30 foot plus cypress trees. The next step is to plant some other understory shrubs to attract birds that like to nest in, in shrubs instead of in trees. So along with this, we have established a maintenance schedule for pondweed removal and we are introducing microbes to improve the water quality. With yeah. improved water quality, we'll have more invertebrates for food. Yeah. And with improved water quality, we'll be able to process kind of some of the waste that the birds produce when they're here and nesting. So we're trying to take this closed water ecosystem and create a system that is healthy and a little more balanced. Right now, you can see it's not actually an island yet. Um, it's still connected to oh, mm -hmm. the landmass over there. Um, once we have it planted and the trees and shrubs are established, we'll cut it away from the land and make it a true island. Mm -hmm. At that point, the birds will come and nest. They're not going to nest in it as easily okay. when it's a peninsula because the predators like raccoons and bobcats and all of those sorts of things can get to them. So they're smarter than some of us give them credit for. For our listeners who may not have been to Shangri-La before, what kinds of birds are we talking about? Oh, we have snowy egrets, egrets, great blue heron, tricolor heron. Hopefully we'll bring back the roseate spoonbills. Yeah. That's my one of my favorite birds that I've seen while I'm here. They um, are amazing. They are, they're <laughs> so, they're like, Flamingos. Yeah, they're, they're otherworldly. <laughs> yeah, of, they yeah. are. They really are. And we have all sorts of cormorants and anhingas, uh, white ibis. And we've been working with Ducks Unlimited and um, have been to High Island to see kind of how they restored mm -hmm. that space and hoping to create something like High Island here that the birds feel comfortable enough that they, they use this as part of their migration. Right. Especially the, the ducks. I mean, Mr. Stark, he would feed the ducks and he had duck blinds so he could sit and look at them. One of the ponds is the duck pond. So, would really like to create a space that they all want to come back and, mm -hmm. and visit. Right. And do you have a projected date for completion? 
So we will have we'll have the island planted by uh, the first part of June with our native plugs and and the shrubs and the understory trees, and then we won't cut the island until next fall. At that point, we'll know what's going to make it and what isn't going to make it, and we can maintain it and water it and do what we need. And our hope is is that we get everything completed so that when they start migrating again next late winter or early spring, yeah. that it's ready for them. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much for yeah. having me out here. No, thank you for it's coming. It's a real treat. Thank you. The turtles are all lined up. Mm-hmm. If you want to go back, I can take you back and show you the, the trail. Oh, I'd love to out. see the trail. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. It does get a little bumpy. We had something like 2,000 loads of clay come through to build the island. And so we built this little road so the trucks could get in and out without damaging any of the live oaks or the big cypress that we have back here. Is that an egret? Yeah. Yeah, they're nesting back here right now. So there's quite a few of them in the duck pond because the cypress back here is still healthy. Oh, there's so many. Uh-huh. But they brought me here to interview in February. And we there was this many times, too, that you could see from the bird blind. And that was like, oh God, this is the coolest place ever. I have to, I hope I get the job. <laughs> that sold you on that uh -huh. one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my favorite little views in the garden up here. So this is what I want to open for the general public. Sure, see. yeah. Because that's magical. It I mean, really is. Well, thank you. That was a real treat. Yeah. Thanks to our guests for this episode, Angie Mason from Shangri-La Botanical Gardens and Nature Center. To learn more, go to their website at shangri-lagardens.org. Bayou Lands Talks is produced in the studios of 91.3 KVLU Public Radio in Beaumont, Texas, by Shannon Harris and Jason M. Miller. You can hear the radio show every fourth Sunday at 5 p.m. on 91.3 FM and online at kvlu.org. Thanks to the H.H. and Edna Houseman Charitable Trust for making this program possible. Additional support provided by the Jefferson County Tourism Commission. If you enjoy the conversation shared in Bayou Lands Talks, please remember to share and follow wherever you find your podcasts. And join us on social media at 91.3 KVLU Public Radio on Facebook and Bayou Lands on Instagram. Thanks for listening.